It is so well defined what we have to do today. We got to go to work. We got to do. Hey everyone, it's NFL in London. Wade McWayne, Ryan Call here. It's the Super Bowl recap, shutdown. Both late. of us sick the as our recap. immune systems just collapsed. Yeah, that's what happens when you're every year have like two kids and you're like, yeah, I, I can watch it at eleven thirty till four thirty game. Now nothing's I, gonna go wrong with me. And then literally, I've been on the sofa just sleeping for about five days straight. It's a capitulation of the whole season. I think it's like for me, it's like I though you get ready to Super Bowl and it all hits, you're like, ah, oh, I could feel something in the back of my throat. Listen. And as soon as the Super Bowl is over, it's like your immune system's like, and boom, it just hits. Listen, much like the Buffalo Bills, my body ran out of steam this so week. You collapsed a lot uh, earlier. Com- you collapsed a lot earlier. I just completely gave in. Yeah. From Monday, I've been just been useless. My wife hates me right now. Uh, <laughs> well, that's yeah, that's, that's, that's another podcast, but um, yeah, let's, yeah, let's talk show. the game. Let's talk the game, which was, let's be honest, an exciting Amazing. as hell game. Last two minutes. Eh, a little controversial, but uh, I think man. now that now that the good thing is, right, I think now that we've all had like or the fact that we're doing this so late, um, we've had time to kind of like Digest think it about all. it yeah. and watch the replay. It, it was the right call. It was, it was the, right, the right, call. right call. I think in the moment you you hated it. Right. Because sure. it's almost like in in hockey, you know, like in hockey yeah. where overtime in the playoffs, they yeah. don't call any penalties. Right. You got to like, yeah. you got to like take your skate off and stab a man to yeah. get a penalty in, in hockey. And you kind of feel like. That's just the fact that you know the Chiefs got to the to the game with that little push at the end against Cincinnati, and now this. It was just just a brutal way to end a season where the refs have just constantly been the talk of games. Yeah, and it was a tough call, but I think when you see the slow motion, he pulls the jersey. Um, it was the right call. It, no, look, it was, it the, was right the right call, call but I, I think I when it comes down to the last two minutes of a Super Bowl. This should be this should be sanctimony. Like you should not be able to. The, the the someone should die. As far as I'm concerned, like <laughs> well, unless someone saying. gets their head cut off, this play on, man. Like yeah. it's the last two minutes of the Super Bowl, it's like street ball, like street and, ball. And so you sort of, like, I think, as a fan, you sort of go, "Come on!" Like the last two minutes, I get it. It was a call you had to make. Yeah, you had to make it, but come on. I mean, like... So you want the uh, no blood, no foul. I want the last two minutes of the Super Bowl should be someone should die, otherwise we're not calling a penalty, (laughs) because this should go. This is... Especially when it's that close. Um, Listen, it was was a fantastic game. I think there's a couple... One of the funny things I couldn't believe when I was watching it was how many of those rugby scrum fourth and ones they did. Well, that's, that's like, they're looking at they're they're looking up no, no, to I stop know. those was, now, aren't they? They're looking yeah, they're looking into it because it was just so funny because you're watching the it butt push. Like, yeah, the puppet, and you're like, why doesn't everyone do this all the time? It had a hundred percent success rate. They couldn't even come close to stopping it. No, of course. It worked every single time. But why doesn't any other team do this? Well, because they, they don't have Jordan Mulata, they don't have a star rugby player on their team uh from Australia. No, it is and, and the NFL, but I don't think they should ban it. This should. This is an improved rule. Use a rugby listen, scrum. That's what you should problem, do. That's what the scrum is for. That's how it evolved from the game. Listen, you'll say that now. You'll be like, I don't think they should ban. Then next year will come, and it has a hundred percent success rate. It should, and it's used like nine times a game. And then you'll be Good. like, no, evolution of the game. I'm, I'm proud of it. They should, and they should it's, do it. The butt push work fun. I think Belichick's the most pissed off that he never thought of doing the butt push because he was always the king of. The, the 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 weird playbook where you just like no one no one said we couldn't do it 
So well, no, yeah, Robert Kraft did propose it to him because he found out about it on Epstein Island, and he said we should a do horse called the butt push. <laughs> It but it's totally different. It's totally different. It's like, yeah. like that movie, A Horse Kicking Field Goals. It's not in the rule book. It's not. It's not. Um, look, Jalen Hurts had it. Look, three touchdowns, an amazing performance. Four touchdowns. For, four touchdowns. But I mean, the one, okay. the drop ball, obviously the pick six. Um, three running in. I'm just saying. Um, yeah. An amazing. an amazing. Like, had they won, you obviously Super Bowl performer right there. Well. A lot of people were even thinking like he should have been MVP even losing. I was thinking that I anyway. Even losing as an MVP, he should have. The, the what he put on, and I was screaming yeah. that at this party at ours. Now, I love to. You got to choose the winning team, but look, man, you got to go Mahomes. He's MVP. The hurt ankle, three touchdowns, no picks. He's they always got a hurt ankle. I no think that's sacks. a thing now. And I, I think, I think that's biggest, his thing. Yeah. There were there were a couple things too, man. But like that field was just horrific. The field, and, and I yeah. think. And I think one of the things that people don't realize is, is that, to me, that is such an advantage to the offensive line when the field yeah. can't move. Because the offensive line aren't the ones going, like, full They're not in, running full. Yeah, you're just stopping. Yeah, you're just and stopping. So they're just kind of backing off and just stopping. These guys are slipping all over the place. It was kind of like in the Buffalo-Cincinnati game. Buffalo couldn't get any pressure because it was yeah. just the wet and the snow and everyone was slipping. And I think like, to have a field that shitty in the Super Bowl is shameful. And then and then pristine. put a halftime performance on. You know what? And sometimes in the halftime performance, that's why they say, were up in the sky. They're just like, don't yeah. get on the field. Well, it. they should be lucky for that. But they were still on the floor. And at the same time, you should just go fix the friggin' field. You know, like don't worry about uh, Janet Jackson. The field should be like you are a like multi-billion-dollar company, exactly. And that you should have literally the the best field in the world. You had weeks to test this. You had months yeah. to test this and go. And but throughout the season, people are always saying this was like playing in a swamp. Like for whatever reason, you're in Arizona, but the place is playing in a swamp. They're whatever they're doing, they're over soaking the field. They're using a wrong texture of grass, but you could just see chunks of it coming up. It looked like a teenager's face. It was pockmarked yeah. all over the place. Every team needs like a grass specialist, basically. Well, a horticulturist. A horticulturist. I mean, come someone on, who could just sit in and just it's 2010. It right. I mean, we should you, have good refs and good fields. Uh, but, oh, so it's yeah, 2023. But, it, but it was real, again, like, it was a real shame in not seeing Hertz have the chance to kind of come back. It was like that thing. You had five minutes right. left, and there was kind of a lot. Like, I, when I was watching, I was like, they're not going to get the ball back. I, no. You could just kind of feel like, yeah. if, like they couldn't give him the ball back because uh, Kansas City couldn't stop anything either. Like Devontae Smith, AJ Brown, they had their way with them. Yeah. They well, the second, really, the second half, they the did Kansas... a really, they did a really good job of stopping a run, stopping the run. I think yeah. basically, um, Kansas City said we're going to stop this running attack and we're just going to let see if Hertz can beat us, and he did. Yeah. And I think yeah. Hertz made himself like a ton of money that game. He's made yeah. like he's basically cemented himself and and um he he was fantastic he blew me away and and to the point where i always kind of wondered like he didn't have the competition as he played the big game but man that was impressive so i i tip my hat well as someone who's as someone who's had him in fantasy for the past two years i've always believed yeah he was on my team this year and 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 fantastic and and a fantastic performance um you know you, you do feel bad for it i mean the, to me the the really big change was the adjustments in the second half and that's where really coaching comes in andy reed you know you look at what they did you got a 10 you're down by 10 points and what they did is they switched the run they started they started spreading the ball out they started running it more and and made philadelphia but also to me for philadelphia whose defense number one defense 
there were some horrible gaps. Yeah. They were playing some zone coverage where you're like, why are you giving this guy 10 yards and a cushion? And 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 you're like, you just don't understand that they, they just you're like, why are you giving that amount? Uh the second yeah. half, the adjustments that they made, it was Philadelphia's to lose. Um and, and they did, and they they lost it because you allowed them to come back. You, you played a sloppy coverage, and they should have adjusted their game. And I and I think it all goes down to Andy Reid there. To me, he yeah, he, he, they, he adjusted his his second half play. He changed it and, and twisted the game, and he put all of the performance and all of the energy on them. And Philadelphia just couldn't respond. And and that comes down to coaching, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, listen, Andy Reid's a genius. Like, he, yeah. like the play call, the creativity of the play calls. Like guy, the two Mahomes touches, they were wide yeah. open, different sides of the field, but it yeah. felt like it was the same play. They just they just had their way with them, and he's it's just it's so. Like, you're so jealous when you watched it because you're like, oh man, imagine like yeah. my imagine like Josh Allen had Andy Reid or something like that. The stuff they could do, but it's it's it, Mahomes was awesome. The Chiefs yeah. were great this year. They proved everyone wrong. Yeah, not that everyone. I I, I do think they're a bit overplaying the um the we're underdogs. Nobody, nobody believed in us. Like, well, yeah, I, I think everyone believed to, in them, but I think we all don't wanted to believe in someone else. I think we all knew that five, we get to it. Yeah, you've been to five straight. AFC Championship. Sorry, people and, believe and, in and, they, and with that kid and Kelsey, I mean those two. You're talking. You, you watch the start of the game. You're like, how the hell? Why is he? He's open again. Uh, as long as these two keep playing, he uh, Kelsey's hosting Saturday Night Live apparently next uh, next month. Well. See, see, All right, really. He's hosting Saturday Night Live, so that'll be. And, uh, yeah, it, it was great. It was a great game. The Kelsey brothers, they were great. Yeah, um, they, they led up to it, and and good on him. And I think. You know, and Kadarius Tony was such a big play. I thought, right? Like he did such Very a big, good. That yeah, big pick up and that, that the Chiefs, one of these teams, like where everyone's like thinking, like let's go defense, defense, defense. The Chiefs yeah. are just like we're just gonna keep getting weapons and yeah. let's see if you can stop us. And, and then they continue to have weapons in there, and they're gonna be top I know for the next few years. A lot of these these coaches think they're like, oh, I want this perfectly balanced team, like great defense, great offense. Yeah. It's like no, just load it up, just go yeah. all in on the offense and just put up fifty. Put up 40 all, every game. All in they did. All in it. And it was such a great Super Bowl. It is tragic uh, that we do not have uh, football, uh, NFL, at least yeah. another 200 but days. Can we say, before we go move on, there was one great, almost the best, okay. most dramatic part of the game was after with Juju Smith-Schuster um, tweeting uh, tweeting the Valentine's Day card. Did you see that? Oh, I did see that. Yes, yes. It, it, he tweeted the Valentine's card saying like, something about like it's a perfect time for you to hold and yeah, sending yeah. it with the guy. Like, and it was just like, Juju, this is why people hate you. Yeah. This is More why, TikToks like, and touchdowns. Yeah. And, like, and then AJ Brown chimes in. It's like, all right, TikTok boy. And yeah. it's just like, I think that people see that what Juju did there is Juju just cost himself a lot of money in the next <laughs> season because he had a pretty decent game. But uh, he didn't have like that season no. he thought he was going to have. He three touchdowns. Mahomes had forty something touchdowns. He had three of them. Yeah. So it wasn't like he was this dominant. No, he player. doesn't need him. And, and yeah. And then to go and just be so classless in yeah. in in in, in victory is just going to make teams be like, no, nah, I don't want this guy on my team. He's a it's bit of a crappy dish. when you have a player that reminds you of your younger brother. You know, it's just, bad way. It's like, just like, dude, I already have a guy who TikToks enough. It's I like don't having you. It's like having Jackson Mahomes on the team. You're like, ah, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Um, big news. Uh, let's move on to some other big news. We're talking about it. Also, that big uh, uh, trouble, Demar Hamlin with the uh, the the Travis uh, Jesus 
Um, I don't really understand what that was about. He was wearing, apparently he was wearing a jacket and it had Jesus on it. And you're not allowed to put Jesus in a context uh, as Travis Jesus. It was the incarnation. Of what? He's an artwork. He's in trouble. Mm -hmm. But anyway, but here's also the thing is, it feels like his punishment. I am outraged. His punishment, Demar Hamlin's punishment is having to sit next to Roger Goodell. Everything. It's like, yeah. oh, look what I've got. It's like, please, can I sit with my family, Roger? Like, my family's <laughs> yeah. over there. They have food. You see me. Can I have their, I see them eating chicken wings. Roger, can I please go over there? Um, yeah. More pictures. We'll have two more beers. We'll have two more yeah. beers tomorrow. Go get them for us. So I think tomorrow it was yeah. almost tomorrow wearing that jacket as well. Like, I'm gonna put on this jacket so I don't have to set next to Goodell ever again. I'm gonna put on your yeah. Jesus jacket. <laughs> it's like, oh, you can't wear the jacket, like, so I don't have to sit next to Goodell again. Thank you. That's a terrible controversy. That means that's so stupid. It is. I, don't really, um, I still they, don't really get it, but that's fine. So there's always talk now. Obviously, it's Bears fan. They're talking about Justin Fields, where he could go. But but Chicago Bears uh, this week have just signed the deal with Arlington Heights. They've just bought 350, 347 acres of land, um, $200 And the plan is now, city of Chicago. I mean, look, it didn't officially become the state of the Bears until the 70s anyway. So we've played there since the 30s. But now they're saying, time to move on, time to move on. Um, so the Bears are now planning to build the new facility, new structure, uh, in maybe enclosed stadium. I hope not. I, I think they're talking about an enclosed stadium. It's just so expensive to have a dome. It's just like yeah. you're actually you're adding like two billion to it just to put a roof on or something. And I think it's it's one of those things. It's like I don't really believe bad weather is an advantage to anybody. Mm. I think it makes bad football, and I think yeah. it makes it. And and I don't think like the people like every time the Bills play in bad weather, they're terrible. Yeah. <laughs> so the idea that like oh it's snowing advantage Buffalo, it never is. It never no. is. Um, and so I don't think I think people like it outside. I think there have I think most people have domes just because of like heat or rain or just something. But I, I think just a bit of cold. Chicago's the wind. It's that the Bears are tough. That it has that kind of feel to it. You know, all the people get shot in Chicago. It has that tough. Keep them inside for a mass tragedy event. A dome is great because you can house fifty thousand yeah. people that just use it as a dome. Unless you just want like the, the the if you want the Super Bowl and you want concerts, you can do all year and sure. stuff like that. But the owner is the guy that's got to put up that dosh, so he's not going to yeah. do. It. Uh, and speaking of owners, uh, Washington now, uh, Washington Command Skins. Um, they should call them Command Skins. It's the Force Skins. They should call them the Force Skins. The Force Skins should some sort of skins. The skin yeah. game uh, bidding. Yeah. Yeah, there's going to be some t people bidding for it, but you know it's uh, bidding bidding on a malignant thing. You know, I think they're just like Manchester United, maybe sort of putting their price up a little high. Um, but at the end of the day, uh, Schneider's got to go. And, and it's going to be an interesting to see because there's only so many billionaires in the world. You know it's going to be Jeff Bezos. You know it's going to be Jeff there's Bezos. There's not too many people who are like, yes, I have five billion. You know, like, man. Eh, sick of yeah, it's going to be Jeff Bezos. You know, he owns a lot of things in Washington. He owns a Washington Post, stuff like that. Yeah. Dude, it's like he could he could contactless that that transaction. Just take out his debit. He could. Just, just, just touch. Just tap it. Just, just, just tap oh, it. sorry. Just I tap bought two teams. <laughs> Um, Sir, uh, we need you to come back. We've double charged you. We've double charged you. You've also you've also bought the Cowboys. Oh, keep it. Oh, oh my God. Man. Tell Jerry Jones. Um, but exciting. Some, so Derek Carr. Let's talk Derek Carr because now he's officially been released. Um, yes. He's free. He's free. Um, 
Uh, it'd be interesting, you know, because you've got him going. It doesn't look like Aaron Rodgers is going to come back. Um, to, to the no, I don't think he's going to go to New York. I don't. I don't know what he's going to. They don't seem like they want him back. Aaron Jones just restructured his contract, so Aaron Jones was due like something twenty million, um, yeah. sixteen million, whatever. So he restructured with eleven. He restructured his contract to make it better for the team. It's an interesting thing. I wonder if Aaron Rodgers has seen this. Uh, took eleven million with a signing bonus of like eight and a half. Um, but to take some under, what it would be. So he he helps the team quite a bit. Um, but it's not something Rodgers would do. Um, it, yeah, it's hard. I don't know Rogers, what he's going to do. I think there's a good chance he might retire. To be honest with you, I think well, he, he's he, just... he lies about his handicap in golf, so maybe he's going to go into the circuit. Uh, no one believed he had like a nine or something. <laughs> that handicap. You're like, dude, you're a two. Um, yeah. But um, yeah, the other the other interesting thing too is also uh, Calvin Ridley. Um, so he's now applied for reinstatement because he's he bet he's been off for a year because he bet fifteen hundred bucks on five games. Amazing. Um, he didn't punch anyone in the face, and no one died in a car accident. Um, didn't hit his, hit his he better he betted his own crappy team. Um, and on his own team, he said. Um, he's hoping for a reinstatement. Now, you think about this, how well the Jaguars played last year. And now, well, and imagine, imagine adding Calvin Ridley to that squad of wide receivers, Trevor Lawrence's confidence growing, them being able to draft. Um, this is the time for the Jaguars. This, is, this could be a really massive signing for them and, and a great amount of talent. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a great. I think he's going to come back really um determined kind of kind of show people that he because he had that weird year he just kind of disappeared again it's yeah. one of those things he's been out of the league for two years now almost mm-hmm. like so and we saw with um we saw with deshaun Her- watson that that the rust is not that easy to shake so maybe with I the think, wide receiver though i mean he's a young guy still he's a wide but he's receiver still gonna, but he's still gonna have to beat sure. out guys like there's oh, yeah, still no, guys so- like I'm not going to be like, yeah, you can be number one. There's going to be yeah. guy that I want to be number one. I want the ball. So the uh, wide receivers are not very uh, good at sharing. I don't no, I know. And um, speaking of beating out guys, Deshaun Watson, he used to like watching that. Yeah. Guys, guys yeah. beating out each other. This is weird. Yeah, um, so. uh, and Cal- Alvin Kamara, now after the Pro Bowl, um, which would have been a good Pro Bowl event, him and some friends uh, stomped a guy. Um, yeah. And and now it turns out this was going away, but now he's been indicted on it. And, oh, really? Which means they indicted him, uh, I believe, yesterday. Um, which means uh, this could be a very interesting thing for his season because the indicted is charged. I mean, uh, man, it's it's now you're you're looking at a criminal time um, for them. And I mean, if you if you're not, he's rich, so I think he'll be fine. I I probably wouldn't even worry about it. I think he might get some. You know, just they never do, right? You're rich enough. You're a good enough football player. Yeah, the Teams, NFL will help the owners. The owners put it on the involved. NFL's tab. I'd be shocked if he went to like jail. To be honest, I would be shocked. I would be shocked. Uh, we did mention uh, Washington. I mentioned about the bitters, but uh, Eric Bieniemy, um, uh, Kansas City coach, amazing coach, defensive coach. Um, offense. He's offensive oh, coordinator. Offensive. Yeah, offensive, offensive coordinator. coordinator. Sorry, yeah, but uh, um, sorry, they're looking at hiring him as their head coach. Well, the the thing with that, no, they're looking at a good offensive coordinator. I think it was moving often, kind of a lateral because the problem yeah. with Eric Bieniemy is that he's he's the offensive coordinator of the Chiefs, but Andy Reid calls mm. all the plays. So it's like, yeah. what is he? Re- so to me, it's like is he the magic? Talk- 
Does he have but no, Belichick but everyone magic? everyone talks like every year. It's like, why isn't Eric Bieniemy getting yeah. uh, head coaching chances? Because because he doesn't call the plays. Like, no, he might help with the gameplay and might do this. So I think if he wants to be a head coach, he has to get out of Andy Reid's shadow. He's yeah, never, well, of course you have to because you're you're under the wall. You're it. under the Walrus's mustache. Yeah, exactly. Right. So you're gonna have to, do, and he knows that. I think he's seen it. Like every year, he just gets passed over, never really gets a chance. Because I think everyone's like, "Yeah, but what do you do?" Andy Reid's the genius. He's the yeah. one calling all the plays. So it's it's a real tough situation for him. So I'm like, do you really think if Eric Bieniemy leaves, that Mahomes is gonna like anything's gonna change mm. with how he plays, or there's gonna be a big drop off because Bieniemy left? It's gonna be like, Josh, not Brian the new Josh McDaniels. Not, yeah. Yeah, it's like when Brian Dable left and you had yeah. to go to Ken Dorsey. It's not going to be like that. It's going to be no drop off. So Brian Dable, um, I think there. he should. I think he should go. I think if, yeah. if if he wants to really get a head coaching job, he has to leave Kansas City. My yeah, opinion. you have to, and especially when the, when the iron's hot, you know, like when you've got this going on, you've got the championships, you and you know the Chiefs are going to be around for another four or five years doing yeah, this. That, so, ten years probably never. So, you know, and, and the legacy. So, so why not? Why why not take your magic and go off and go off somewhere? Uh, we'll we'll end the podcast on some other magic because uh, I know Ryan's excited about this. The Rock, yeah. who is is Ryan's favorite oh, actor, yeah. he probably heard from from multiple podcasts on this. I uh, started the the XFL again. The XFL starts this weekend. Starts February eighteenth. Um, eight teams. A lot of a uh, lot of talent from the from the NFL in there. Wade Phillips, former coach, is in there. Um, I love Wade Phillips. You've also got to look at. So we look at some of the former players that are also in there. You've got Brett Huntley, Paxton Lynch, Geronimo Allison, Martavis Bryant, Josh Gordon, Vic Beasley, Matt Elam. Um, Marquette King. Those are at least some people I've heard of, to be honest with you. Usually I was expecting AJ McCarron. Um, uh, Rod Smith. Um, uh, so you've got Callan Bellage. Um, so yeah, I remember. So they start, <laughs> yeah, you, you so got, Saturday. It starts on Saturday. Game. Now it's yeah. it's owned by The Rock. They originally tried to do something with the CFL, didn't work. Um, there are some interesting rules, obviously, that I think the NFL fans will look to. There's no extra points. You have possibilities of one, two, or three points. No coaches' challenges. Uh, running clock outside the final two minutes. The play clock is 25 seconds. Each team, two, uh, two timeouts a half. Half time is 10 minutes. Different uh, different kickoffs and punts. Overtime is different as well. Um but I think for NFL fans, um, would you watch this, Ryan? I know you've got to. No, no, no. Uh, just because, like, I would maybe watch like the final no. just to see, like, if there was like a quarterback that was actually doing something, you're like, hey, I see this guy; he's actually yeah. doing something. But if they think we're getting like guys like Paxton Lynch and the guys we've seen, I don't know how much has changed for them not playing in a few years. Going to come in, just light it up. You got to do something different that's a bit more fun with it, um, I think, to get people excited. I just think the NFL is just, you just don't want to watch a worse version, I think. Um, it's a different it's, version. It's not worse. It's, it's different. No, it's a definitely worse. Come on. It's, it's definitely Saudi worse. Arabian version if, if Saudi it's, Arabia is still on the WWE. Yeah. It, it's not even like Live Golf, where at least they got like some of the stuff. Like at least back in the day, the USFL, when they started, got guys like Jim Kelly, got guys like uh, Herschel Walker, I think. USFL is um, back as well soon. As which well. is also back. But at least they were able to put in the money to get some of the big names to jump over. 
and play um, mm-hmm. where I think that's where the XFL is going to struggle. Like, unless, unless the game, unless the games are like every game is like a big shootout or something. If you get a bunch of like 17, 10 games, it's going to be ugly. I think for the XFL, it's so, not going to last long. We'll have to wait and see. I, I, you know, any, I think a lot of people, they've signed a lot of television <laughs> deals. So they're, they're going to be on TV across America, which is going to help them. Um, the rock obviously, uh, is going to promote the heck out of it. Um, so look, Anything that adds to NFL players and ends the excitement of the NFL, I'm all in for. So we'll see what happens. Let's all see, everyone. Uh, we might be XFL in London soon. I don't know. but uh, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, folks, thanks for listening. Uh, that's it for this podcast for NFL in London. Um, obviously, we're going to be back every week talking NFL stories. Ryan and I are going to keep There's talking. There's always news. There's always there's news. Always every week, there's always news. And uh, we have families that don't really love us. And and we have time. So thanks a lot for listening, everyone. Thanks. <laughs>